Welcome to Ink Drinkers, a literary tea party podcast where we discuss books and drink tea. Hi, Marissa. Hi, Jamie. (laughs) How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm good. Um, You know... <laughs> it's, it's been a week. It's been one of those weeks. It has been. And the thing is, we have not, or have we recorded since Hurricane Ida? We have not. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think time is just passing like so strangely that I can't, <laughs> I can't comprehend what day we're on. But um, this will be airing a good ways away from Hurricane Ida. But um, that was kind of crazy. Yeah, it was. Um unfortunate for the um residents in south louisiana um obviously well i don't know it's not obvious but uh, we are in the baton rouge area which is more um east middle right. south like part of the state. part of the state so we are not on the coast so generally that aids us um right. to not have major major damage we usually have lots of trees down um but, but this one it was supposed to come straight for it us was, like and it moved east yeah so right? we it did minute. it moved east like the morning right of it moved. like i literally i went to bed that night i stayed at my parents where we're recording right now and i woke up in the morning i was like okay and when's ida getting here and they were like actually it's gone it's not coming quite for us so i didn't even ask you how was it because we act last minute that morning at 9 a.m my husband we were at his parents house um because they don't have a whole lot of trees around them anymore from other hurricanes taking them out over the years yeah and um he said i think we need to i think we should go mainly because i'm six months pregnant and we had a two-year-old niece and a sister-in-law and brother-in-law with us and he was concerned more I think for our niece that she might be traumatized right um so we ended up leaving so we were not here when it hit right so how was that it was I mean for me the anticipation was scarier than the actual event um because it did end up moving out of the way of us but you know the winds were like it it was crazy you know and at one point I was outside um on Saturday night with my aunt and my mom and we were like because my my parents have a ton of huge trees in their backyard and so I was like oh god you know this isn't going to be good and we were outside and we were just kind of watching the wind move along in the trees and we heard this giant crack and I was like oh my god like run (laughs) but um I mean it was a branch falling you know and and so the the worst part honestly for us it seeing what happened like in Homa and Lafouche and all those places, it's just, it's so sad. And a lot of those places still don't have power. They don't. It's, it's pretty devastating. Um, but for us, it was not being able to get gas for two weeks. Yeah, it was, it was, I've I've never, even whenever we've had other, um, issues with, with getting gas, that was the first time that it's been that dire. And again, we were gone. So we were able to get 
gas in Texas where we evacuated to. But um, my brother was keeping me up to date, and he was like, there's no gas anywhere. It was insane. Like, you know, you'd be driving down the road, and it was like, gosh, the traffic is just not moving. What's going on? Oh, there's a gas station up ahead that literally there's a line of cars into the street of people, and people were waiting hours to get gasoline for their cars, for their generators, stuff like that. And so that that was kind of a crazy experience. Um, yeah. We actually just got internet back yesterday. Really? Yeah. And... They're saying that the lines need to be rerun anyway, so, like, they gave us internet back, but that it's going to have to be completely redone again. Oh, my gosh. So, um, yeah, I'm really glad we were not at our house, though, during it, because a big elm tree that we had in the front actually went down, like a really big elm tree. Really? It just went away from the house. Oh, that's lucky. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but mean, it would have it would have been quite frightening not no, like not seeing it. Yeah. hearing that oh yeah would have been pretty um yeah like I was watching the news and they were like if you hear loud noises get in the middle of your house yeah or just you know that's common or like we're expecting area. that we're yeah. expecting you to hear loud and then noises. you see stuff on online of I mean trees just going in the middle of people's homes like splitting their homes in half um so I know because we've talked obviously but um no one in my immediate family or Michael's family had any major damage which um very lucky yeah same for me we we really lucked out but definitely um you know keeping the the people who weren't so lucky in yeah. our thoughts and prayers because grand isle lafouche all those areas yeah um, yeah and, and i mean new orleans too obviously but it's it's a lot more than that so it'll be a while before those people can recover um but let's, you know what, let's move past the sadness uh, and talk about books because books are really what bring me out of my sadness a lot of, a lot of times. Agreed. So. Same. Who, you want to go first? You want me to go first? I want you to go first this time. I think I've been going first the last few times. So. Okay. All right, fine. <laughs> Get my thoughts collected <laughs> a little bit more. Okay. So I'm cheating a little bit this week as I always try to find a way to do. Because um, the book that I am giving you as the book that I loved is actually number, like, I think 17 in a series. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. So it's called The Madness of Crowds by Louise Penny. So have you heard of Louise Penny or the not. Inspector Gamache series? No, I have not. Tell me about it. It's like a <laughs> It's like a cultish thing. Like, if you know Louise Penny, you love Louise Penny. You're like, oh my God, you're a Louise Penny fan? Like, what? <laughs> so, essentially, it takes place in Canada, which I love Canada. It's in this small little Quebec city called Three Pines. And, like, it's not even on a map. Nobody knows about it. Um, and there is a police chief inspector named Armand Gamache. And, okay, they're, like, French up there. You know I can't yeah, speak yeah, French. No, I mean, yeah. But anyway, so. You sounded like you could speak French the other day. <laughs> I, I pretend. Um, so he, you know, he's the chief of homicide. So it's obviously murder mysteries, which, you know, I'm into. Near and dear. Mm-hmm, yeah. yeah. And they're almost like cozy mysteries. Like, they have the feel of cozy mysteries, but they're not quite, you know, because cozy mysteries, it's like, they have certain elements to it. Small town, um, typically, um, 
it's typically a young woman and she's in a new town and she's finding love and all these things, you know, as part of a cozy mystery. This one is more serious than a cozy mystery, but it still has that feel to it. So I will say if you're, if you're reading the series for the first time, I was not hooked by the first two books. Okay. I read the first one and I was just kind of like, eh, I don't know if I'm going to get into this. I waited like a year or two and I was like, okay, I've got to try Louise Penny again because the cult is saying like, <laughs> it's good. So is this her only series? Like, yes. Is it, okay. So this is it. It's not like there's other. Right. This books. is her. So like if you aren't into it, like that's it. Yeah. You've, you, you're just not a Louise Penny fan, I guess. And this she, is book 17. Is that what you said? I'm pretty sure it's 17. So it only takes two books to get into it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then, Are they short? No, they're not. Oh, interesting. They're okay. not. I mean, they're not like super long, yeah, but like, they're not. Yeah, like a regular. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You know. 11 to 16 hour. Exactly. Okay. So this one in particular, I wouldn't say The Madness of Crowds is necessarily her best book of the series it wasn't my favorite but I still loved it I still gave it five stars because it's Louise Penny and it's just it's comfort to me even though I'm reading about a murder and like solving a murder You're so basic <laughs> <laughs> um it was just really comforting you know especially when she got murdered and then and then you know her ghost found love and okay wait, we're joking. not going there <laughs> But it's just the care, you know, you get to know these characters, you know, their friends, you know, the small town. And, um, like I couldn't get into any books the last couple weeks. Mm -hmm. And then her book came out and I was like, yes, I'm doing it. And it was just spot on exactly what I needed. So good. Um, so this book is the most recent that just this came is, out. It just came out like a week or two ago. And has she... Does she, like, divulge how long the series is going to be? No. Nope. You have no idea. No. She, yeah, she, I guess she just keeps writing. It's a pretty big investment. Yeah, it is, but it's so worth it. Okay. And I, so I started listening to the books, like, for the second time during the pandemic, and I kind of spread them out because I didn't want to just blow through them all at once. Uh, so I, I finished number 16, um... Probably a couple months ago. Okay. So I was like ready and waiting for this one. So does she put them out like it's multiple a year, I guess then, right? No. No? No, it's just one per year. So this has been going on for a very long time. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I I don't know what else to say other than <laughs> the books other are than, wonderful. Other than Louise Penny is just. Yes. Gives um, all the feels. I will definitely have to. Try the first, at least first two, and make yeah, sure get to that, the third for get sure. To the third one for sure, and then if I'm not hooked, then maybe try the fourth. And <laughs> 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 if, if, if you're not hooked, maybe just keep just keep going until you okay. are. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, you, you know, I maybe, need to maybe let it digest and then pick it back up. Maybe. I or mean, there's maybe, seventeen of them. I yeah, have time. Give yourself some time. Give some time. Um, Don't but we all need a little time. <laughs> more always need more time. Yeah. Um, but one of the things that I love about her books is that she she says that like solving a crime isn't like you people say it's like solving a puzzle, but it's not quite so simple as just taking puzzle pieces and putting them together she says it's like solving like five puzzles and some of the pieces are missing and you have extra pieces and all this kind of stuff so I really love that analogy I felt like she went a little too far with it in this book like 
there were times where I felt like she was kind of going in circles and I wasn't quite following. But with that aside, still loved it. Still five stars. Okay. I will definitely give it a shot. I know that you you are a puzzle master. <laughs> I do enjoy I do enjoy a good puzzle. And I'm I'm just that is not my cup of tea. I'm not saying reading this book is like no, doing I know. a puzzle. Okay. It just whenever you I said wanna, that I was like, but she really loves puzzles, so I didn't want to turn you somehow off. Somehow it No. Yeah. So what's your book? So my book is Just Last Night by Vari McFarlane. Um, have you heard about well, this particular one? No, not this that one book. came out recently. This okay. was in 2021. Gotcha. So I've read one book by her that wasn't my favorite. Do you but remember which one? I'm trying to look and see which one, because I've read others, and there was one that I read previously that I liked um, that I actually gave my sister a copy of for her birthday last year. So I read Don't You Forget About Me. Is that the red cover? Yeah, it has a red cover. Yeah, that's the one that I liked. <laughs> yeah, because that's the one you told me to read it, and oh, so I right. did, okay. and then I you didn't, didn't love, love it. it. But I'm, I'm open to, you okay. know. Yeah. Well, okay, so the premise of this story, it's, um, it's a little sad, which a lot of her books are. It's not necessarily that they're sad. They're, they're pretty much rom-com-ish. Just with a little not so funny bent all the time well I don't I don't know if I would say that I think that they're really funny and they're witty and I really like her writing style but this one had a heavier subject matter um, than the other ones that I've read uh, mainly because one of the I wouldn't say she I guess she's a main character she is a main character but still somewhat of a side character she passes away okay so um it's not like murder mystery type stuff like that oh well I'm not in then (laughs) (laughs) but um she um well let me let me start from the beginning so that it makes a little more sense so there is Eve Justin Susie and Ed and they're just like the four best friends that anyone (laughs) could ever have (laughs) um and they go to this trivia night once a week and Susie gets hit by a car on her way back to her apartment like standing outside of her apartment Wow. And she passes away. And so the story, um, not that it really begins, but you really start getting into it after she passes away. And Ed calls Eve and is telling her, you know, like, this happened last night. I know we were just with her. Everyone is completely distraught. Susie has been Eve's best friend since they were in middle school. So she's known her forever. Everyone else has been... um, kind of trickled in since college and uh they're in their early 30s I believe so they've known each other for a really long time so it's just kind of it goes through the whole steps of that grief of like you're in your 30s you think everything like you're you're on top of the world somewhat on top of the world I mean I think it's I think Eve feels not on top of the world right in her life but at the same time Susie's always there and then Susie's not there anymore and so it's dealing with that topic of of loss and loss of a young person um who you don't expect to die it's and it's uh, um an automatic like a quick you know like there's no time to process that right so backstory in college Eve and Ed kind of have a thing 
sort of, but it never really goes anywhere. Okay, I was wondering if there was a romance piece yeah, to this. Yeah, there's a romance piece to it. Um, so what ends up happening is that in present day, Ed is with a girl he's been with for like years, like right after college. Um, Eve still kind of holds a flame and thinks he does too, but they don't discuss it. So it has that kind of... Does he, doesn't Does he, does he not? Sexual tension. Maybe she's been kind of waiting for him. So her life feels like it's on hold in regard to romance. Um, But then uh, the course of events from that night, besides the fact that Susie passes away, change everything. Secrets come out. Ooh. (laughs) (laughs) That Eve did not know about. Um... And it kind of has her reconsidering everything, um, her friendships with people, who she kind of thought she was to people. Um, so it's kind of it get, it gets deeper and deeper as she uncovers, like Ed's secrets or Susie's or everyone has secrets. Oh, Jamie. okay. <laughs> I don't. Um, so if I was going to try another Vary McFarlane, is this where I should go? Yes. Yes. And can you spell Vari for everyone? Because it's yes, not how it sounds. So it's actually spelled M-H-A-I-R-I. And, but she, I think she's Welsh? I believe so. When we looked it up and we had to look at, I had to look up how to pronounce her name. Because yeah. I was like, there's no way. That, well, okay. On Audible, when they said her name, I said, whoa, that doesn't, <laughs> that doesn't sound that like doesn't the letters. Sound like, the, like the spelling. And um, then I had to look it up again and it's pronounced Vari. So um, yeah, so don't look for V because you will not find it that way. Um, but yeah, I thought the story, the characters were well-developed. It was interesting. Um, I, I liked how everything played out. But yeah, I mean, you could really feel that the grief that was there of losing her friend and then all the secrets that came out that just kind of, it didn't overload the grief, but it was just an extra layer of how do I, one, navigate that my best friend died and now navigating that everyone around me has secrets from me that I didn't know anything about and now I'm going to have to process that and she's not here to talk to. Well, you have me at secrets. Okay. So. <laughs> yeah. I guess the best way I can say it's like a rom-com that touches on loss of a loved one, family illness, secrets that bind and tear us apart is kind of like what I... Did you just get that from Goodreads? No, I'm just kidding. It's, <laughs> it just sounded very put together. I put it together before. <laughs> oh, wow. Because I, I was like, how do I sum this up to where I still explain? Like, it's still a rom-com. Right. But... But yeah, so um, highly recommend it. I really, really liked it. But I do like her. I did like the other read that you were not Right, you on. like her in general. I like her in general. But I did read a book after just last night by her that I did not love. Okay. It was good. So you, just, you win some, you lose some you with her. Some, it's some. fine. That's fine. Yeah. We can't always love everything in author rights, even the inimitable Louise Penny. It was still really good, and I would still recommend it. It just wasn't my favorite. Yeah, Um, I'm throwing this out there randomly, but Louise Penny also co-wrote, I think, a murder mystery with Hillary Rodham Clinton. Really? So I don't know. You said that her only series. Well, this has not come out yet. Oh, 
Okay. I, it's coming out soon. That is random. Isn't it? Well, I don't know Louise, so maybe Louise you, yeah, and Hillary. Maybe they're, know. yeah, maybe they're BFFs. I don't know. <laughs> I have no, is it random or is it not? <laughs> I'll, I'll just say this. Knowing Louise Penny as I do. Right. It personally. Felt, exactly. It felt a little out there, but we'll see. Hmm. I'm open, you know? Sure. Um, let, you know, let's talk about this tea that we're drinking. Okay. <laughs> Okay, so, okay. Tell me about it. I'll tell you about it. I'll tell you about it. So, whenever we left Louisiana during Ida, we went to Galveston. Um, I don't know why. That's where we went. Because <laughs> it's not that far, and it was out of the way of the storm. Yeah. So, when we were there, they have um, a tea company called the Spice and Tea Exchange. And I stopped in there because obviously it caught my attention. I, and I texted you right away. Well, exactly. That's what I was going to say is I had no idea you were even in Galveston. <laughs> and all of a sudden I'm getting these pictures from you of this tea company. And I'm like, I'm, wh- what is happening right now? Like there's a hurricane and Marissa's out that buying I hadn't tea. told you. <laughs> so I was like, look at this cool tea emporium. I was like, excuse me. <laughs> But um, when I walked in, it was very similar to Red Stick Spice, which is um, our local Baton Rouge, Baton tea, Rouge company. tea company. Um, it was set up the same way, a lot smaller. Um, but yeah, they were having a buy five, get one, get one all free. And I just kind of went through them and thought, oh, well, this is an adventure that I didn't plan. So why don't I just... <laughs> get some tea that I didn't know I was going to buy. Um, yeah, this one is called Golden Monkey Tea. And it says there are, these are rare black and gold tea leaves named after their resemblance to monkey paws. Smooth, full-bodied infusion with sweet and savory notes. There's not a lot of explaining exactly what the flavor is and yeah, so because it's a black tea i can't figure out what the flavor is specifically there's something in there i know i don't that i, I can't know. hold on let me take another sip okay i will take another sip too i don't like i've tasted whatever this is before and i can't place it it's so subtle there's no body to it i don't feel i it is smooth i'll give it that it is but it's but not maybe it's too smooth yeah maybe it's just like there's not enough not enough character to it it's not undrinkable by any means, in my opinion. No, I agree. It's just not one that I would gravitate towards. I would no. like to know. It says ingredients, black tea. I, I know. <laughs> as, what, as what I said, there's not much, there's not many. Um, I would like to know more about uh, what's in it. But nevertheless, it's drinkable. I'm going to yeah. finish my cup. Yeah, it's okay. Thank you, Galveston. Spice and tea exchange. We have six other teas to try, or five <laughs> other teas to try from them. So I'm looking forward yeah. to it. Um, but I'm going to spill the tea now on the book Please that I didn't do. love, uh, which is hard for me to do. Again, I'm throwing a series at you. This is okay. just the, the episode of series. Um, have you heard of the League of Extraordinary Women series by Evie Dunmore? It sounds familiar. So the first one is called Bringing Down the Duke. And they have these really cute, like, rom com covers. Hang on, I'm going to show you one. Have you seen that? 
Yes, I've yes, I have seen it. I have not read it, but I have okay. seen it. Okay, you yeah. need to read it. Okay. So, Bringing Down the Duke is the first one. A Rogue of One's Own is the second one. And the one that I'm spilling the tea on is the third one, which is Portrait of a Scotsman, which I was uh, I was disappointed by. And that's why I can't recommend it. Um part of the charm of this series they're they're romance novels they're set in like the late 1800s england okay which i generally love right yeah fun right you know they're all about strong women and these characters are suffragists like they literally they are literally fighting for the vote um and so it's this group of friends who each find their own you know one finds a duke and one finds a scotsman and whatever so in that regard i love it i love their um camaraderie i love the story i love the writing like the characters are fun and witty but in this one in portrait of a scotsman we barely even got to see the other characters like it was mostly just hattie and her scotsman so it was like i didn't feel that same kind of group uh play that that I enjoyed in the other two books Hattie was just like off with her husband in Scotland like getting to know him and occasionally you know the other ones would come in but not not a lot and then also the last quarter of the book I I honestly was something happens that felt very out of character very out of place for the book and the story and I was just like why 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 did we write that in was that necessary I can't say what it is obviously because it takes place in the last quarter but does it does it do you think that it will go hand in hand with maybe the next book is it something like that or no no it won't and and I know that because I watched a very short interview with Evie Dunmore and they asked her the question do we meet the hero of the next book in the third book and she says no and really it what happens wouldn't have anything to do with that but it just was weird and out of character you know I was excited about it because um portrait of a Scotsman like she's into photography Mm. I'm into photography I think the Scottish accent is sexy so I was like you know (laughs) I I, I was excited about it and it just didn't quite work for me and um so it was disappointing yeah but overall i still adore the series okay so it's still like market to yeah, put on your list you but. probably this is one of the books i don't want to say don't read a book like for me i have to com- i'm a completist so i have to complete the whole series i can't right. just skip one but you know it just wasn't my favorite sure okay so uh, this is going to be an unpopular opinion I love those. All right. <laughs> so the proposal by Jasmine Guillory. Yeah, we can't talk anymore. No, I'm just kidding. I'm actually kind of with you on this okay. one, but keep talking. Okay, so for just to put it out there, I preferred the wedding date. Same. Okay. The propo- No, I'm going to I'm going to stop and and flip that and reverse it because okay. the wedding date came first and then the proposal. Yeah, but I read them opposite. I, I preferred- read the proposal first and then I read the wedding date on accident, like not in the right order. Gotcha. I preferred the proposal to the wedding date, but keep talking. Convince okay. me. Okay. Um, it's a New York Times bestseller. It was one of Reese's book club picks. Yeah. Um, and I didn't love it. It happens. I thought the narrator, I don't know why her voice, 
it just didn't do it for me and I didn't like listening to her. Okay, so like the actual, the person who reads the book Who to read you, the book. And I, I don't like remember the, who it was. Yeah, not, yeah. Got it. Um, well, I can't remember if these were written in first person or third person. Yeah, I don't, I'm not really sure um, how, how it was written. But basically the premise of this story which most people, I know a lot of people read this book because yeah, it's been but, all over the place, um, is that Nicole, Nick, was proposed to at a Dodgers game by this guy who was kind of like, meh. She was like, oh, yeah. I guess this is who I'm with. And um, Carlos is this hot doctor who doesn't <laughs> know that he's hot. And of he's course. there with his sister. And he kind of um, saves her from this big viral video that happened because of this proposal that takes place at this uh, baseball game. Because she says no. Because she says no. Yeah. Yeah. So. Because hot doctor walks in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I mean, the boyfriend seemed, you know, like that wasn't going anywhere. They weren't even serious. I think she was shocked. Like, what is he talking about? Is this a joke? I'm sorry. I'm just thinking this is another series that we're talking about. Oh, it is a series. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Well. The, I guess the we episode, have our episode of, title of series. <laughs> um, yeah, but then uh, I don't know. I just didn't. I just didn't. I didn't love it. I don't know if it was partly the narrator's voice that maybe. I know that sounds crazy. No, that totally happens. That's a thing. Um, and it wasn't that her voice was bad. I just. It's not what I pictured in my mind of how it would of how she would sound. Yeah, that makes sense. Um. And so basically, it's just kind of your run of the mill. They start to hook up, friends with benefits, catching Turns feelings. Into love. Well, have you know. have you read any more in the series since this one? I think those are the I think those are the only two that I read. Was the I, wedding date and the proposal? I think I've read all of them, and you know, I like some of them more than others. Um, the wedding date for me, it was the, like the conflict in the book was that they didn't talk to each other and they didn't communicate. And that just makes me so angry. Yeah, and I was I like, get that. if you would just say how you feel, then none of this would be a problem. Yeah, I get that. No. And that is very annoying. So that's why I. In, in books in general. Like, yes. Yes. So, I agree with that. So that's why I, I didn't love the wedding date. I like the proposal more. There's another one in the series that, um has like a politician as one of the main characters okay. that one i liked a lot okay um, i don't i'm almost positive I, I those are the only two that i've read well you need to keep going with it because there's some good ones and it wasn't that it was like the worst book ever it just when everyone was like i love this book this is so great and i didn't love it that's the only reason that i'm discussing it as my yeah well so many times i see like reese puts out a book and everyone's obsessed with it and then i'm like oh that wasn't, but look, you know, I've Reese, heard, you know, well, our, our friend, our, our, our friend buddy, Reese, our buddy yeah. Reese, you know, we can talk about whether celebrity book clubs are a good thing or a bad thing, but I think if they're getting people to read, then I'm all for it. Even if it's not books that I would choose myself, oh, you know, hundred percent. So what's keeping you sane right now? So I, I, not that I hate to bring this up cause it's a joyous topic, but, um, I know I keep bringing up baby stuff. So I've started in the last two weeks or so. I can really feel her kick. Oh, And so that's kind of been fun throughout my day to kind of like, you know, be aware of that. Like, hey, little kiddo that's yeah. there. Like I, 
uh, yeah, I can feel you. <laughs> That's cool. Um, I think it's something that I'm going to miss. Like when she's here, like not having that throughout the day. Yeah. But um, I think you're going to be too sleep deprived to think about so. the fact that you're <laughs> missing so. her kicking inside of That's you. That's true. That's true. What about you? So I next week, well, <laughs> next week as far as our recording date, by the time this airs, it'll be um, already passed. But I am going on a trip with... Uh, the ladies that I went on the book retreat with two years ago. Very so, cool. Yeah, we're doing a reunion in Nashville. Awesome. Have you been to Nashville? I've before? never been in Nashville. Okay, I haven't either, but I heard it's really fun. Yeah. I, I mean, you know, we won't get to do a ton of stuff because of COVID. Right. Um, but we we rented out like two townhouses next to each other and we're just gonna hang out and talk about books and visit bookstores. And um, you know, we, we have a a group on Instagram that we chat pretty much every day. So we're still in touch a lot. So it's just going to be really nice to actually see them in person and be able to like give them hugs and hear their voices and things like that. So the COVID, I know, I know, but, but that's super fun. That's exciting. (laughs) Yeah. I'm really excited. I told my friend Carrie, I was like, get ready for a giant hug and possible tears. (laughs) Like just prepare yourself. (laughs) She was like, okay, me too. (laughs) So, yeah. Awesome. Well, I mean, I have to say this was a rough week. I had a huge presentation at work yesterday. It was really stressful, and I have been looking forward to this all week. So thank you for chatting with me. I totally agree with you. This week has been a rough one in regard to proposals and (laughs) presentations. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Not those kind of proposals (laughs) um, that were due. So, yes, I was also really looking forward to this um and we have i feel like we haven't talked in forever in regard to talking about books right because we're not allowed to talk about books anymore outside of the podcast um so so yes so this was really great into the week yeah All all right until next time yes thanks for listening be sure to check out the show notes for the full list of books we discussed today You can find that in your podcast app or on our website, inkdrinkerspodcast.com. And please support us by subscribing anywhere you listen to podcasts and leaving a review. You can find us on Instagram and on Twitter at inkdrinkerspod. Cheers!